1: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. I'm Keith Caulfield, Senior Director of Charts at Billboard.
2: And I'm Katie Atkinson, Billboard's Deputy Editor Digital. Hello, Katie. Hey, Keith. How's it going? Happy post-Grammys. post post, (laughs) malone Grammys.
1: (laughs) Um, Well, we'll be talking a little bit about the Grammy Awards uh, this week, because the Grammy Awards just happened. Sunday night. And as always... The Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop and Grammys on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today on the show, Katie and I will be talking about our experience at the 2019 Grammy Awards. I was on the red carpet. Katie was backstage and both of us were chatting up the stars.
2: (laughs) Plus we've got an interview with Allie Brooke. She dropped by recently for a fun chat about her new single low key featuring Tyga. We talked about the making of its music video, how she's coming along with her new music in general and how she wants to contribute to the music industry to help her fans feel good about themselves and positive and confident, obviously off to a great start. And as this show airs during Valentine's day week, she shares some of her favorite love songs.
1: But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast provider so you won't miss an episode. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit billboard.com slash podcasts.
2: All right, let's talk Grammys.
1: Grammys, Grammys, Grammys. And we literally have no script for this part of the show.
2: You might think we never have a script, but we
1: do. <laughs> <laughs> Just seems that thrown together. Um, yeah, so as we said earlier, uh, I was on the red carpet along with Desiree Thompson, who's the news editor at Vibe. Um, we were interviewing we were taking turns interviewing people on the carpet, and then Katie was backstage in the press room,
2: correct. Like, so talk to me, Keith, about. Some of the biggest stars that stop by and talk to you, or walked past me, and yeah, yeah, tell me the people that breezed on by. No, tell me, There's I, a I lot of those. I already know about some of your biggest interviews of the night, but the Pop Shop listeners would love to know who you were most excited about uh, making a stop on the um. carpet.
1: Uh, well, I was I was really happy that BTS came by. Of course, and uh, I think they skipped a lot of press, mm-hmm. and but they made sure to you know come by Billboard, so I, I was thankful for that. And it was uh, fun to chat with them, and uh, got a small update about how their new album's coming along. Mm. Um, they didn't really say a whole lot, but I think they're being cryptic, you know, very <laughs> teasing. Um, but you know, it was a big deal for them to be at the Grammy Awards for the first time, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, And uh, there was a number of interviews I did, you know, I talked to, you know, some country folks and, you know, a lot of folks, but um, towards the end of the carpet, and I kind of already described this to Katie, but I'll describe it for you because you haven't heard this yet Mm -hmm. to people listening. Towards the end of the red carpet in terms of time, the show is about to start at 5 p.m. Pacific, and the carpet is kind of kind of closing at like 430 really Mm -hmm, mm because you got to really be off the carpet and get inside because you're it's still even if you're on the carpet at 430 you're not going to really be inside if you aren't if you aren't hustling down that carpet right so there tends to be this like mass exodus of like a-listers like running past you so that's when you see like lady gaga and mark ronson float by and You know, BB Rexa floated by. There goes Cardi. You know, just and it was just this parade of people walking past us, yeah, not stopping, yeah, not even trying. Oh, there's Shawn Mendes. Oh, there's Go Camila. (laughs) Oh, bye, Ricky Martin. These are friends of
2: the Pop Shop, even (laughs)
1: friends of the pop friends of the podcast. Just didn't have time for Billboard.
2: I mean, that's to your point. You know, maybe they should show up an hour earlier. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm not trying to say that like
1: (laughs) Billboard doesn't have the juice. It was more about um it was it, like they didn't have time to to stop and talk and, and
2: literally every outlet is there too i mean right. everyone I, is on the grammy card
1: i was rolling to a point here so i'm just standing there and like we were like oh should we get should we get ready for so and so they're they're walking towards us I'm like uh, no they're leaving no nope. mm-hmm. oh they're not stopping oh and then you know a producer or someone in our you know little interview section was like oh it's Dua Lipa. i'm like oh yeah Dua's is not going to stop either
2: Two time nominee, Dua
1: Lipa, friend of the podcast. I'm like, oh, she's running in just <laughs> like the rest podcast guest. She's running in just like the rest of them, and then uh, all of a sudden, her publicist in front of her like guides her right over to us, and she walks up. I'm like, oh, well, hello, Dua. She's like, hi, and I and I said, I wasn't quite ready for you because I did not think you were going to stop for me. <laughs> and she was like, well, of course, it's nice to see you again. I'm like, she remembers me, and I'm not even ready, and. Um, And I'm sure she won't necessarily mind this. Uh, You you didn't see this on video, but we started to do the interview and I noticed that it appeared that she had like a bit of lipstick on her teeth. And I said, okay, well, we're going to stop this video. We're going to stop the interview because I think you might have a little bit of lipstick on your teeth and I don't think you want that in the video. And she turned around and she checked and I could have just been looking at it wrong, but she had like sort of a nude lipstick on. Mm -hmm. So I'm like... I don't know if that's lipstick or not, so let's just make sure it's not because God help you if like some trolls on the internet see it. Right. So um, we started over. And hopefully, uh, you know, she was appreciative of that. And
2: obviously, it's Dua Lipa, so she looked lovely. Perfect. She's a super model. (laughs) I mean, at
1: the end of it, I said, you know, have a great night. And like, you just look, I I said, you look amazing. I'm like, God, why did I say that? Ladies don't want to hear that. That just seems so weird or something.
2: Actually, I think that's probably the only venue where it's fine. is when you specifically get glammed up for the evening. To say somebody looks amazing is a lovely thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just don't say it to your coworkers, like at work. <laughs> I mean, it's,
1: it's, I mean, I as soon as I said it, I felt like, oh, is that appropriate? Because you know, so many women don't like to be asked about their fashion. I didn't ask her what she was wearing.
2: Well, I don't think I, they don't like to be asked uh, strictly about their fashion, and well, that's it. I asked.
1: I asked. I asked nothing. I asked about how do you feel about being nominated for best new artist. I asked about her new song. I asked about how the new album is going. Yes. At the very end, I said. You look amazing. And then I let her go into the wild.
2: And then I got to talk to her later that night. Oh, really? Because she came back stage after she won Best New Artist and performed with St. Vincent. And she also previously in the pre-televised ceremony uh, won Best Dance Recording along with Silk City, aka Diplo and Mark Ronson for Electricity. So first two Grammys all in one fell swoop. Two for two. Two for two. Um, Incredible, buzzy performance. And then she came back to chat with us. Um and like Keith, she said, "Nice to see you again," because we've interviewed her twice now, or I've interviewed her twice. You've interviewed her more times because of carpets, etc.
1: Yeah, but you you've also seen her at the BBMA.
2: Oh, that's last right, at carpet. Billboard Music Awards for sure. But um, yeah, so she's just like the best, yeah. pretty much. And she also got to finish her acceptance speech backstage because she got cut off in the telecast. Uh, the music started rolling on her. She kept talking, and then a commercial just popped on in.
1: Damn, those commercials.
2: So if you look for my article on what you didn't see on TV on Billboard.com from the Grammys, that has the ending of Dua Lipa's acceptance speech that she didn't get to say on the camera.
1: Is that the question that you asked her?
2: No, I asked her about why it was important for her to say that women have really stepped up this year. Mm. Um after last year's controversy with uh, outgoing Recording Academy CEO and President Neil Portnow. And she, of course, because she's a lovely person, had the most diplomatic, sweet answer about how women... She was happy to share in this whole experience with, with such talented women. That there were so many more women ta- uh, that were nominated than Best New Artist, et cetera, And, um, you know, left out any, you know, trash talking.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's all in reference to what Neil Portnauer, a, a year ago in the press room at the Grammy Awards. Saying that women, you know, step up yeah. if you want to have a bigger part of the music industry or whatever. And then in Dua in her acceptance speech on stage last night for New Artists said, "Well, I guess specifically women specifically
2: up. step up." Yeah. And uh, finally, the other uh, the other thing backstage that I especially loved um, was I got to see our friends Pasik and Paul because the well, Greatest Showman won in the pre televised ceremony
1: for compilation for visual media, correct? Or something like that. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. And um, of course it won. I mean, it's like the most. Bl- blockbuster of blockbuster soundtracks of all time. Yeah,
1: well, it was up against Call Me By Your Name.
2: It was. Sorry, Call <laughs> Me By Your Name. A personal Keith fave. Um, but I got to ask them a question, and uh, Justin looked at me and was like, hey, you, <laughs> like, remembered talking Aww. to me for the podcast last year. That's sweet. Yeah, so I asked them about, you know, the incredible chart success of the album, you know, kind of contributing to the success of the movie overall and turning it into a cultural phenomenon, and they had a very lovely answer about that.
1: Did anyone ask them about how the adaptation of the movie into a stage musical is coming along?
2: I'll tell you what. uh, The press room... Keith's been in these press rooms before. They're very weird, and people ask or don't ask questions. I got up to ask my question figuring I'd be one in a line of people. I was the person who asked a question and then they dismissed them because nobody else went up to the microphone. Wow. I would have asked about many other topics if I had known that no one else is going to ask a question. It's bizarre. Oh. You really never know. You never know who like is going to get the biggest line up of people. Like there was there was a few artists that like I was bummed that I didn't get up and ask a question of and then there were some where I was like whoa I couldn't have even gotten a word in edgewise if I had wanted to with some other people so it's interesting
1: that's weird crazy crazy press room well Um,
2: overall great Grammys I thought I I really enjoyed the performances especially this year I have to say because they were just epic there were a lot of a lot of great ones a lot of women there were a lot of ladies it's probably not a coincidence it's
1: ladies night and the feeling's (laughs) right
2: well Now it's time for our interview with Allie Brooke. She came by the office recently to talk all about her new song, Low Key, featuring Tyga and its glam music video. Plus, we talked about where she's at with her new music in general, and if it could end up as a solo album, and so much more. And because it is valentine's day week we talked to her about some of her favorite love songs and she even started singing a little bit
1: we didn't we didn't even have to like you know pay her the normal fee I, exactly
2: little did we know we were we were uh, gonna get like a performance in, in our conference room it's, it's
1: like three seconds let's so not get crazy <laughs> i
2: mean it was awesome though so take a listen to our interview with ally brooke lucky
3: okay, you should really get
1: Welcome back to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast. Allie
3: Brooke. Hey, thank (laughs) you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be back. How are you? I I am fan-friggin-tastic. That's that's, the, that's how I am. Fan, fan, <laughs> fan
1: forgetting is that like the ex- specific?
3: Totally, fan. it's like a, the perfect exaggeration. <laughs> yes, it
1: is. I <laughs> am
2: you know, so happy. we are talking to you before the big song comes out, but this is being listened to after, after. everyone has already heard Loki. So, in the minds of the fans, Loki is out House. there. How excited is that? Oh why my. you are so fantastically excited that <laughs> yeah, this yeah. song is yes, coming? Yes,
3: I am so excited. Um, It's been a long journey and it's been um, a long process Mm -hmm. and everybody's been so patient. So I'm so happy that my debut single is is coming out. It's just unreal honestly I can't describe it but I'm just very very happy and I hope everybody loves it
2: <laughs> you know we're we are lucky that we've already heard the song it's fantastic and we Thank you. it's been trapped in both of yeah. our heads oh for days.
1: God. like this morning no joke like this morning I was I was in the shower and I'm like, low-key, low-key. Like, oh, my
2: <laughs> God. <laughs> and then my we compare notes when he got in. He's like, I was singing in the shower. I was like, I was singing in my living room. <laughs> so oh, my God. It's a full-on sorry. earworm. Don't sorry. be sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Great, I know. That's a great thing.
1: That's a terrible problem
3: to have when right? it's stuck in your head. Oh, totally. I'm I'm very happy it's all It's working.
2: And when that song came to you, is that kind of like why you like why it stuck with you too? Did it get stuck in your head? Oh, yeah. How did that how did that whole process uh, happen?
3: It's a story, actually. So I was prepared with another single Mm. so we were almost ready to press the go button on that but that one had constant revisions and we couldn't get it perfect yet and my manager charles chavez he calls me and he's like ali oh my gosh i found this record i just listened to it and it's incredible um all these amazing songwriters and producers are a part of it john ryan julian bonetta Ian patrick teddy geiger he's like you need to hear it and if we can get it for you It's going to be your single. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's (laughs) amazing. Um, Let me hear it. So he played it for me the next day. And as soon as I got done, like, with the first listen, I was like, wow. This is – it was a pretty magical moment where I felt like – this is it. This is her. I found
2: it's her. Her. I found the one. I love it.
3: <laughs> and uh, you know, because I've been in the studio for months and months and months, like a, a long time, you know, just trying to find the right record. and the day's finally here. so i'm I'm so happy. We all really just love it and it feels like me, and that's what matters.
1: Yeah, we didn't. We actually didn't have the credits to the song, so when you just said Ooh, Julian Benetta that and Teddy Geiger, people, I'm like, yeah, Whoa. It's
3: kind of insane. And yeah. it's cool because I, I've known Julian. He was in the beginning of the group. He worked with us, so it's kind of full circle there. And um John Ryan as well. And Ian did a few songs on the last album, so it's kind of full circle. And the list of names are there's some heavy hitters. So I just <laughs> feel so fortunate. Wow, it's a
2: pretty cool um, sort of like uh solo intro too to be like you need to get to know yeah. me you know it works on a few levels totally too.
3: i love that and someone else said that the other day and i really like that you know it's really cool to kind of come from one place and be known as something or like a little fraction of something but now you know i'm a, I'm a whole being in person and it's a really <laughs> right. cool thing to say hey get to know me. <laughs> hi yeah hi. hi
1: guys just low key
3: right know, I mean, low just, key y'all <laughs>
2: <just> very subtle <laughs> Um, well, Tyga is featured on the song. That's, that's a cheesy. huge feature.
3: I know. It's still crazy for me to think about or to know. I'm like, wow, Tyga, that's so dope. Um, yeah. So it was really crazy because actually the song, um, when I first heard it, it didn't have an opening for a rap feature. So mm. we originally, um, Charles and I thought, oh, it's just going to be your song like Allie. Um And then I had a meeting with Julie Greenwald and Craig Coleman of of my label, Atlantic Records. And we were just talking. They were so excited. And they said, hey, we really think a rapper could be in this record. Mm -hmm. We think Tyga would be so amazing. And we were blown away and was like, wow, yeah, that would be freaking phenomenal you're like can you
1: make that happen yeah. exactly
3: <laughs> like, uh, can you make it happen Do you have his number yeah but the thing was on uh, on top of that we were getting ready to shoot a video within days mm. so I was like we need to one get him on the record and two get him in the video within days not sure how that's going to happen and then magically the stars aligned wow. and they sent me the record with him on it and I was blown away he freaking annihilated that song in the best way possible yeah. and I love his music. I'm a, I'm a fan of his music. He's had such an outstanding year, and yeah. it was just perfect timing. And honestly, he made the record so much better. He brought a new life to it, and uh, he was at the video. So cool, so nice, so humble, down to earth. Was, was that amazing. when you first
2: got a chance to meet him? Was on yeah, the video I think, shoot? I
3: think so. I know. You're like you maybe, maybe we in the past. Paths oh so yeah, we yeah. Saw yeah, a Red or carpet. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I know we did once. Yeah, I, I don't know. effort. God. But basically yes, like to actually fully. It's like, don't meet come him. for
1: Ali if she forgot that she didn't <laughs> met him before. I know
3: right. <laughs> because so much has happened. But no, basically, yes. Like the first time it was it was me, we were able to have a conversation. One-on-one. Collaborating one on one. That doesn't yeah.
1: always happen when you have like a rap feature. Like sometimes the rapper can't show up totally. for the video shoot. Yeah. And the fact the that you schedules... were able to turn that around in so few days. Yeah. That's, oh, that says was... something about the song and the collaboration that it was all said It kind of meant to be probably. Absolutely.
3: You know? And that that's how I feel with this record, um, it's it's really incredible.
1: The video, you know, speaking of the video, it's super glam. There's choreography, it's gorgeous, lots of costume thank changes. You. It's, it's gl- you're glowing in it.
3: Oh yeah. my gosh! Um, thank you.
1: Can you walk us through the concept of the video and how it came to be, and you know, who thought of what and
3: Yes, so. That's a story too. We we just have stories with this record, and I love that. Luckily, we're here for a podcast. Yeah, yeah. stories. I'll tell you the whole the tea. No, just <laughs> so I um we had the record, and we were given several treatments. I looked at all of them. I think there's over like fifteen. Wow. And yeah, and Charles and I, my my manager, he uh, talked to me, and he said, "Hey, this this." Um, video director named Mike Ho is really incredible. He knows how to highlight an artist in the best way. And he also his cinematography is really precise and stunning. Um, so I'd love for you to meet him and I was like, heck yeah. <laughs> we met, we clicked instantly and it felt like we had known each other for so long. We just related on so many levels mm-hmm. of like music, our love for videos and and even God, it was just so awesome. So and then in there I felt like, oh, his energy is so great. We we mix so well and we got a treatment for him from him. And we had I think we went through like five, seven, something like that revisions of it. Cause it started off as um something totally different. So it was um I think it was we it was me and it was a guy and I was like singing for him and dancing kind of for him and it's just this whole scene that kind of evolves and at the end we kind of end up together it's kind of the same concept but a little different it's a little more i feel like grittier and maybe a little darker Mm -hmm. but we wanted to kind of lighten it up and i wanted more
1: there's definitely humor in the video yeah right there's even
3: some humor in it too which is which is funny (laughs) um but basically it was a collaborative effort between me my label and charles to um we just wanted a concept I knew from the beginning I was like I want this to be a story I don't want it to just Mm -hmm. be me in front of lights singing I want it to be a concept so we basically after several revisions after agreeing and disagreeing (laughs) on so much between you know all of us together we finally came to something that we loved and it was basically a story of me being in a dance room, you know, getting ready for a big audition, mm. and then my friend, you know, comes up to me and she's like, "Oh, you're not, you're not, you're not dating, right?" I'm like, "Oh no!" But really, you know, we kind of evolve within the story, and we do have like a secret little love there. And so I go from being in the audition to kind of just talking to him, noticing he's there, and then in the chorus, um, there's a lot of like performance shots and. There's that story of me auditioning, being there, and then he comes in. Suddenly and he it's shows up fluid. and knows all of the choreography Exactly, exactly. That's, I think that was one of the notes. Like suddenly he comes in and he seems to know it out of thin air, or something
1: like that. <laughs> I was like like a true musical, he suddenly knows all the steps. Right? I mean, yes. he
3: was
2: at the he was
3: at a well, he, rehearsal. He, he, was he was watching. watching right. He was watching. So he he did was like, know. let me let me let me see the moves. He, seemed <laughs> to,
1: he also seemed to have five male friends that all knew the same dance moves to <laughs> right? show up at the same time.
3: I know, I know, because like, it like, was a big audition that. We were all getting ready for I it. I love yeah. it. I absolutely
1: yeah. love it.
2: So
3: then we kind of evolve into that and then um, more into the story of how we we do have that connection. It's kind of like me being in power and saying, hey, you know, you should you should get to know me. And there's so many different elements of the video that I love. It was very
1: mm-hmm. sweet and it was also very beautiful at the Thank same you. time. Thank you. Um, Thank you so much. Well, you know, when I was watching the video, I was like, wow, this setting is like really cool. It's so beautiful. Where in the world is she at? And I started Googling
2: like,
1: I, because I didn't know where it was, and I didn't so want to... We,
2: bo- we fall down rabbit holes. Oh, and we fall down, go down rabbit holes all the time. So I'm like, Googled, too, I'm, Googling like, I'm
1: like, this must be a hotel, or is it like a venue? And I finally figured out it was the Los Angeles Theater.
3: Yes, good job. You get a prize. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, really? Thank you. Yeah. Yay.
1: Um, In downtown Los Angeles, and I was Googling the history of it, and I saw that, you know, lots of movies were filmed there, like Fight Club and Charlie's Angels.
3: Oh, my God. I didn't know that. That's...
2: Oh, but we found incredible. something else. We found oh, something
1: yeah. else. Oh, tell me. Mariah Carey's Heartbreaker video was filmed there, too. What?
3: Yeah. Yes, Queen Mariah. Is that is awesome. I'm a good hands. Y'all. You're in great company. <laughs> you're in great company. You're
1: following in the footsteps of some legends there. Uh, so, yeah, so you awesome. didn't really know kind of about the history when you shot it there?
3: No, because that was also a location. I think we got like two days before. Mm, amazing.
2: I, yeah, this all did not look last minute. By no, the way, like nothing not. about know, it which looks was last so, minute. So
3: it was so amazing. And again, with this record everything about it the stars aligned yeah. so and i love that there's a story behind it you know mm-hmm. I, I like when things are a challenge and you have to figure out you know oh, how are we going to do this it makes the end result so much greater mm-hmm. and the satisfaction at the peak level <laughs> um, but mm-hmm. yeah so i really didn't know much and i've never been there never been to a show you know i've never been there and i saw the photos and i thought oh my gosh this is spectacular mm-hmm. And then when I got there, it was even more stunning in person. And I remember specifically when the director showed me the spot for where Taiga and I were yeah, gonna those be. those stairs.
2: The, the, the stairs. stairs. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah.
3: my gosh! I was like, "What?" I was. I had a moment of geek out for sure. I was like, "Is this all for me?" That's oh, crazy! Yes, yeah. yes it is. <laughs> yes. yes. It
2: is. <laughs> So is it um, safe to assume that low-key is maybe part of a larger album project Ooh, on the way? Yes,
3: absolutely. It's definitely part of a, a body of work. A
1: body of work, as we call them. A yes.
2: body of work.
3: <laughs> I, um, you know, as far as like plans for an album, I think we're just going to see how this does mm-hmm. and then kind of go from there, probably do another single, um, maybe an EP, maybe an album. Eventually, of course, I mean, I want to do There an will album. be more music. Yeah, there definitely will be, so... I'm very looking forward to that. Mm. This will be the origin of it all. Yes,
2: and how that song that you mentioned that might have been the lead single is that still like in the works? Is that still maybe yeah, coming? Yeah, it's still
3: such a great record. pop okay. like I'll it'll randomly come on in like my computer or phone or whatever, and I'm like, that's a bop. So <laughs> we'll see what happens with that. It's it's a it's such a great record.
1: Do you have like a, a stockpile of songs that you're just I like do. sitting on, basically? Mm. Yes. So you're uh, like I have 64. Oh,
3: literally, I think it's <laughs> somewhere around there, boo. <laughs> you're not too far. That's, out.
1: But that's what. Ha- People don't understand necessarily. So that's what happens. Right? Yeah. Like, you just, you have all these songs. You're like, I have all my babies. What do I do with them?
3: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I mean, there are lots of, of records to choose from. Lots of songs that were like, we love these. We know we want to use these for for something. Maybe save it for an album, whatever. But, yeah, I mean, I've I've been recording the solo music i mean how long has it been now since like that announcement
1: like, since yeah. the well the last show yeah, with the army was like may in the summer yeah. Yeah, the last summer
2: yeah, yeah and
3: then i think yeah the and we did uh that announcement in march yeah mm-hmm. so it's like almost a coming year. up on a year yeah yeah and that's a very long time and um was a lot of patience within that process. Of course, I just wanted to go. Mm -hmm. But the greatest lesson to learn is just wait until the right one comes along, you know, and just take your time. Um, But I'm very, very happy that I did because I'm so I couldn't imagine any other record.
2: Yeah, wow. is it, when you're working on this music, is there like a feeling or a vibe that you're really going for, like when you record it, you're like, that's it, like I know it, like yeah. you know what I mean? Like Yeah,
3: I, I love records that really speak to me or move me, so this one, I just loved the confidence in the record, mm. I think that's what really spoke to me, um, kind of kind of growing up, I, I kind of struggled a little bit with confidence, I mean especially in the group, mm. so to have this record, it felt so much like me. Um, feeling that confidence and you know getting back to who I was within this time frame of becoming an official solo artist just amazing and I loved the melodies the catchiness I love the message low-key you should really get to know me I mean that's 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 amazing so shout out to all the writers I did not (laughs) write that so I can give them all credit
1: you're like you get to know me because we we thought we thought we were watching it and we were listening to it we're like you know this is actually like a really like you know a different kind of message in a way it's like a really yeah. positive message it's like let's just get to know each other
2: exactly you know it's and like but you know, it's tricky because it sounds very it sexy it sounds very right? like sultry uh-huh. and sultry uh-huh. but you what you're really lyrics. saying is like hey man like take it's a like, pause look at my on. body and like look at my exactly.
3: mind you know? exactly yeah. and i love that message and that's so who i am i'm like you know like i feel good about myself and i want people to when they hear the record when they sing it i want them to feel good about themselves and feel good saying like you know Hey, I can be in my own element. I can be sexy if I want to. I can mm-hmm. be cool if I want to. But hey, just get to know me and y'all can interpret that however <laughs> as one may please. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um you know, we were we you know, as we're doing lots of research, you know, for this interview, you know, we were listening to your other songs that you had released, like some of your collaborations that came out before this, and there was Vomanos. Vamos.
3: Which, Vamanos, Vamanos. which <laughs> is such a fun song. Thank you. I love that song.
1: <laughs> which I'm pretty sure was all in Spanish, right? Yep. You know, might you have any more Spanish language tracks in the future?
3: Oh, yes. I hope so. I mean, I, I plan to because that's my heritage and, and who I am. And my family was so happy. They're like, finally, mija, you're on a song <laughs> where you're singing Spanish. You know, like, like, uh, you know, on my own, it's totally different. Um, So that was so much fun. And I love the record because the translation for it is like literally just talks about how I as a woman can dance for myself. It's not just for the men. I'm in my own element. I'm having fun, and like he says, "Come on!" But to the bed, no. Like you're <laughs> no. in control of yourself. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Yes. Um. But yeah, I, I definitely that that is in my future to so do more Spanish.
2: And wow. the theme seems to be pop music with a great positive message yeah. across all it these songs. Like yes, I love
3: that. I love it, that. and that's what I so I want to contribute to the music industry Mm -hmm. and I want people again when they hear my music to feel good about themselves and to feel positive and confident like that's some of my favorite records have been from you know the entertainers of the world the Jennifer Lopez's Justin Timberlake's um, Britney Spears Beyonce like when they perform and sing they're confident Mm -hmm. and they feel good about themselves and I want people to feel the same. So I hope that y'all do.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know, you mentioned a little bit about, um, like, it's been almost a year since you guys announced that you were going to go on a hiatus. Um, What is it like going through this process solo for the first time, like where you're, it's like it's there's pros and cons, right? When you were with a group, you had people to lean on to make decisions and, you know, but maybe you didn't get to make the one you wanted. Now you get to make your own decisions, but now it's all on your name, yeah, right? So yeah. what what has that whole process been like?
3: Um well, for me, um I don't know, I guess a lot of people don't know, but I started way before the group, uh, way before X Factor. Mm -hmm. I was out in L.A. just trying to make it with my parents. I mean, doing like dingy little recording sessions and, you know, just trying to, to be an artist. So this is full circle. It's like a return to that
2: almost, except for in better recording studios. Yeah right. Yes. (laughs) Slightly more high
3: class. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it's been such an incredible experience, and I've had to go through a lot to get to this point. Mm -hmm. I mean, finding my identity, finding my confidence again, and and finding—I mean, my my voice, literally, like my my singing voice, and how I wanted that to sound, but also my voice as a woman, having opinions, speaking up, and it's just this whole evolution of that. So right now I'm at a place I am so overjoyed with the team that I have the label that I have the people in my circle it makes such a difference they're so positive and they're so real and they collaborate with me you know it's Mm -hmm. never like you're doing this and and that's it right it's like hey we think you should do this or we love this idea what do you think and we go from there and most of the time we agree with each other and it's just so awesome to feel empowered and I'm just a new woman now so I'm able to be confident in what I'm doing and be supported even through even if I'm like scared or nervous I'm there to be supported whether it's from my manager Charles or my other manager Will um, to my parents. It's all a family so I'm actually in just the happiest space ever I find I find this being so positive and liberating.
2: Wow! So you're not alone because you're not solo. You're, you're solo, but you're not alone. You're solo, <laughs> but you have support.
3: Absolutely, and of course, like my my fans are just the best, and they make me smile so much. And I know they've been so patient. I mean, they're they're like, "Girl, where's your music? Like everybody else. Oh, is. fans oh. are always like,
1: you know, you, you, as soon as
2: Loki's going to come out Friday, everybody like, comes. Where's out. the next one? Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but I understand it too because it's been so long and and i've taken my time Mm -hmm. um but they have been so patient and they've been rooting me on through my my songs that i've dropped and and they've been there to just send positive messages and be funny and sassy and (laughs) they're my they're my they're my family and they're my they're my team so um i'm so glad that i can finally give them my single
2: Amazing. Um and lastly, we're lastly. coming up on uh, Valentine's Day. You're like our Valentine's um, Day episode. That is awesome. Um so we were wondering what are some of your favorite love songs? Mm. That are not your own. <laughs> oh, I,
3: <I'm, laughs>
2: right. you can say your own too. I'm yeah. fine with it. Vamanos, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> right. that's, that's i funny. love Obamino's
3: <laughs> right. I'm just joking. Loki, it's
1: an amazing love song. <laughs> LOL.
3: Um, so I'm a huge I'm a huge like sucker for love. I love love and I'm such a romantic I love the old school love songs. So, like Taylor Dane's, I'll always oh love
0: my God.
1: you. Oh, you love can sing Taylor, Taylor, Taylor Dane, Dane. day. <laughs> That's
3: kind of how she sings. Um, <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> we couldn't have asked for anything Dionne, more than that. Because you loved uh, me. Yes.
2: Um... Diane Warren written. Of course, songs, right? I think she.
1: I think she might have written the Taylor Dane one. Oh, too. did she? Oh, maybe, maybe you just love Diane yeah, Warren will, love songs. You she will
2: "Love Will Lead You Back." Oh, just someday oh, yeah. I just
1: know I'm it. Love will lead you back to my heart.
2: Oh, yes,
3: that's that right. Such a beautiful <laughs> song. Such a bop.
1: <laughs> have you met Taylor Dane yet?
3: No, but I need to. You I should just tweet really, her. Just tweet maybe her. Maybe I it should. <laughs> Me and my parents would freak out so <laughs> hard. I also love anything Frank Sinatra. So mm. just the way you super look old tonight, school. Mm. super old school. Nacking Cole, of course, L O V E. That's a great. Um, song. These are great um, choices. Yes. When a man loves a woman. Yes. Michael Bolton.
0: Allie Brooks mm-hmm. sings the classics. <laughs> yes, the classics.
3: <laughs> Guys, please, whoever's listening out there, please just preserve the classic, <laughs> 70s, 60s, 80s, like they're the best. um, You know, it's funny. We were talking
2: about the L.A. theater that um, Aerosmith had filmed a video. We're like, oh, my gosh, don't want to miss a thing.
3: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) We're like, she's 25. She She doesn't know know
2: Aerosmith Aerosmith Oh,
3: I do. (laughs) I know them. I am an old soul, like secretly I'm an old soul. And it's because of the music my parents raised me on. And I'm forever thankful for that. They gave me the gift of music and the classics. So, gosh, I don't want to miss a thing. That song will make me cry. Mm. That song will will make me just be all just my tears slowing down, but Diane Warren wrote that, and I've worked with her and know her, and I put out a song with her for the Weight uh, Watchers, the WW campaign. Mm, all the truth out. is in yeah. there. Mm-hmm. she's so amazing. The fact that I know her is just like mind blowing to me. You have to pull the out the person stories who from wrote her. all those. She songs. has so many yeah. Songs. Yeah. stories. All yeah. those. Oh, that's incredible! Um, okay,
2: Allie just totally wrote your Valentine's Day playlist for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, put I've it got all got on more, Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> just Take all those tracks. Yes, take make it all.
1: happen. Oh, this has been so much fun. Yes.
3: Oh, I've had I've had a friggin' blast with you. I like friggin', I guess so. <laughs> no, it's, it's friggin'. It's fine. <laughs> I love. I really honestly
1: And and so and when you're when you hear the bubbliness and brightness of Allie now, this is how she <laughs> actually <laughs> is <laughs> in like, actual life. In actual life, and and <laughs> and Katie and I have been saying like, oh, we can't wait. Talked talk to her because she's always so nice she's like oh, rainbows geez. lollipops and unicorns wrapped <laughs> into <funny>. one um <laughs> so and every and every time i've ever talked to you like on a red carpet or on the phone you are always so sweet oh, like the, the first time i talked to you was a million years ago on like a, a radio disney approximately a million years ago, years ago. approximately a million <laughs> years ago mm-hmm. on a radio disney awards red carpet When like fifth harmony it's just sort of like become fifth harmony. Wow. And uh look how far you've come. It's so great. It's
3: it's beautiful and thank you for always being so nice to me and the support. Like it means the world. It really does. So thank you. Good luck with everything. Thank you guys.
2: so much to Allie. We love having you on the show. She's just a ray of sunshine. We say it every time. Come
1: back and sing Taylor Dane whenever you want exactly. to, girl.
2: yes. Like well, that's actually is... an open invitation to all artists. Sure. Come sing Taylor come Dane sing. on the pop shop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like Taylor Dane is like, can I come by and
2: yeah. sing Taylor yes. Dane? Yes, 100%
1: yes. <laughs> I always love you. <laughs> I cannot do it as well as Taylor does. And now, let's do the chart stat of the week. You are- Well, with Valentine's Day this week, love is in the air, and love has always been on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. You know, more than 100 songs with a variation of love in its title have reached number one on the Hot 100 since the chart launched in 1958. Mm. Those include tunes like You've Lost That Lovin' Feelin' by the Righteous Brothers, Loving You by Minnie Riperton, actually it's lovin' with an apostrophe, (laughs) And Keep on Loving You by Ario Speedwagon. And then we have all the standard, you know, love songs like Def Leppard's Love Bites, Mariah Carey's Love Takes Time, and Justin Bieber's Love Yourself. So there you have it, a quick Valentine's Day-themed chart stat of the week. More than 100 songs with a variation of love in their title have hit number one on the Hot 100. And if you think that I'm still holding on to something, you should go and love yourself. Uh, Katie, do you have any uh, favorite uh, sort of love-ish theme songs since it is Valentine's oh, Day? Oh, yeah.
2: Week? I've got a lot. I actually um, really... A really dorky note about myself Is that when my friends get engaged I give them this mixtape that has All my favorite love songs on it So I actually have my own personal compilation Album hmm. Maybe I should submit it to the Grammys for next year um, As <laughs> long as
1: it goes with some visual media
2: Yeah um, But I think my favorite might be Wonderful by Adam Ant What? Yeah Okay I'm obsessed with that song That's
1: weird Yeah That's random
2: It's so good though Oh. Everyone just go ahead and take a listen. That was,
1: like, the second time he had a career resuscitation.
2: Mm. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, well, because Adamant was big in, like, the early 80s with Goody Two Shoes and Stand and Deliver, and then he disappeared, and then he came back with that dancey song called Room at the Top, and then he came back again later with the ballady, AC, kind of, like, adult contemporary, a top-top song, Wonderful. Hmm. So we yeah, had like sure three enough, different. It's from 95. I would yeah. have
2: expected it was much earlier than that.
1: Like Room at the Top was like 89, 90 or something. This
2: is not a song that I knew in 1995. This is not a song that I was familiar with then. I 100% found out about it, mm, like maybe past college even. Wow. And fell in love with it. Hmm. L- fell in love with it. Love
1: <laughs> um, Well, I don't really have a favorite love song. I'm not really good with like favorite love songs in general. Do you want me to
2: give you more then? <laughs>
1: but were mine. sure i mean <laughs> no. uh i can default to like you know madonna's crazy for you that's oh, a good one that's a great one You know, nice uh ballad you know slow dance ballad yeah you know, very primo 80s um but no i don't really have
2: I'm... i can tell i can tell the people my weddings what my wedding song was too was it john Mayer? definitely was not john Mayer. don't think dan would have approved um it was uh um lovely day by bill withers Oh. Yeah, it's one of my favorite songs of all time.
1: Didn't Justin Timberlake channel that in his Oscar opening number with uh Can't That sounds Stop the familiar.
2: Feeling? Yes, that definitely sounds familiar. He's always loved Bill Withers too. I think they're from maybe the same place or something because he talks about him a lot. Well, should we go out on a uh, lovely day by Bill Withers? I I will never deny that. <laughs> See you guys next time. Bye. A lovely day. A lovely day. A lovely day.